Hello, this is Ed Robinson, and welcome back to another episode of the Deep End with Ed podcast. The Deep End. The Deep End. The Deep End. With Ed Robinson. The aim of this weekly podcast is to inspire you to go into the deep end by talking about real challenges and providing practical tips and inspiration from me or my guests. However, before diving into this episode of The Deep End with Ed, I'd like to give you a lifeguard tower moment. And remember, this is something that you can do for others. I need you to hear me out, ladies and gentlemen, very clearly what I'm about to say. I want you to be diligent or watchful about the activity that your kids our grandkids are engaged in on their phones, on their tablets, or even social media sites. And the reason being is that these are all entryways to luring a child or someone into human sex trafficking. The deep end. Now there are, as you all know, I've, I've been away and there have been several people who have contacted me to check in to make sure that I'm okay. Ed, I haven't seen or heard you do a podcast in months. First and foremost, I want to let everybody know that I am still alive, well, and doing good. Just been busy with a host of things, but there are three, um, as I would say, a confluence, which is kind of like three rivers coming together. There are three forces that really kind of um, encouraged me to get back under the mic. First of all, I have a fellow podcaster and a friend, personal friend, and, and the person of Tate Ramsey. Tate is the podcaster and the host of a very popular podcast called Talk to Tate Tuesdays. Every week, this brother reaches out to me he sends me information, he sends me updates on his latest episodes, uh, but he sent me a text last week and it was really, really heartfelt, really encouraging, and really, um, again, you know, not pushing, but encouraging me and imploring me to get back under the microphone. He said, you got a story, you have uh, content, you have information that is very valuable and I'm very grateful uh, to Tate Ramsey. So you get an opportunity, check out Talk to Tate Tuesday's podcast. It's on Anchor, Spotify, and other platforms. The other thing that, the second thing that really got me um, back into the, the mold now is uh, me and one of my daughters went to see the movie. It's called The Sound of Freedom. The Sound of Freedom. And it features Jim Caviezel. Uh, he's the guy that played the Jesus in the movie, The Passion of the Christ. Very serious, very insightful uh, movie about human sex trafficking. And if there are those that are out there on the other side of the mic that's wondering, guys, is, is it graphic? Is it gory? No, it's not graphic. It's not gory. But it does focus on children in particular who are being trafficked. And uh, just, just, it was just an eye-opener. So I thought about Tate, thought about the movie, The Sound of Freedom. But the thing that really probably uh, got to me was that uh, at least in Southern California, and it may have been even nationwide, but there's been a news story that's been trending. And it's about a 13-year-old girl who was trafficked from Texas by a 61-year-old man who brought this young lady all the way from Texas to Long Beach. And it just so happened they were at a laundromat in Long Beach, in the city of Long Beach, California. 
and while they were there, uh, there's this young lady who I just so happened to know. Her name is Francilla, and she and her male friend, they were at the laundromat, and she says she went outside, and she said uh, she looked up, and the young lady was in the back seat, and she says, help me. And then she said she just kind of looked, paused for a moment, and the young lady said again, help me. And the windows are all uh, rolled up. But the young lady took a piece of paper with red uh, letters on it. She says, help me. So Francella being very, Francella being very quick uh, thinking, she asked her male friend to take a picture of the car and the license plate. And in the meantime, she called 911. And she told me that it was in a matter of minutes. So kudos to the Long Beach Police Department, a matter of minutes that they showed up and they caught the guy and hopefully they'll send him away for a long time. So, so on this is a new season that I'm moving into. In season number eight, I want to deal with human sex trafficking. And in particular, we'll talk about the various faces and aspects of it. So on this episode, I just want to just kind of reintroduce or introduce it uh, to some individuals who may not be aware of it. So human trafficking, uh, the generally accepted definition is that it involves the use of force, fraud, or coercion to obtain some type of labor or commercial sex act. Every year, millions of men, women, and children are trafficked worldwide, including right here in the United States. And back to the movie that I saw, The Sound of Freedom, they had a stat at the uh, end of the movie, and it says that I think it's 12 million children alone are trafficked uh, throughout this world. And uh, when I was coming up, uh, human sex trafficking was something that was talked about in other countries, but it's happening everywhere. It can happen in any community. It can happen to any victim. Uh, it can be any age, any race, any gender, or even any nationality. And often, um, uh, as, a, as a pastor, as a leader in the community, uh, I am often in conversations with individuals about human sex trafficking. I often like to refer to it as kind of like the holy hush, and at some point I'll talk about that in a future episode, but no one really likes to talk about it. From the faith-based communities, whether it's churches, mosques, uh, synagogues, temples, uh, to uh, on the jobs and our families and so forth, but it's happening, and it's happening in an exponential manner right below our noses. So it's important for us to get uncomfortable, to be okay with being uncomfortable about dealing with some of these uh, situations that are occurring. And uh, a few years ago, a very dynamic pastor out of the great city of Compton by the name of uh, Pastor Rayford Owens, he uh, doubled as both a uh, L.A. County Sheriff's uh, deputy and a pastor. And so he invited me to go out and to do uh, some walking with him as we went out uh, throughout the city of Compton and Linwood. And my task uh, simply was to observe the faces of the young ladies. We had ladies that were with us, and then he and I and several other men, we were walking behind them. And it was amazing when I saw the faces of these young ladies, anywhere from, I'm going to say, probably uh, 13 years old to 18 or so. But they were dressed, you know, obviously older. And then there's someone else, a good a friend of mine, if you don't have this book, it's called Anybody's Daughter. It's by Pamela Samuels Young. Uh, Pamela Samuels Young. 
She wrote this book a few years ago, and I remember when she was writing it, she says, Ed, you need to see this book. We went to Compton High School together. It became a very popular, best-selling book. I would urge you to check it out if you want to get up to speed on it. It's a book, uh, it's a fictional book, but it, it is really uh, practical. And so I'm very grateful to Pamela and to Pastor uh, Rafer Owens again for, again, helping to get me uh, introduced to this. This is several years ago, so I, I, I have a pretty good balance. I'm not a guru, I'm not an expert on anything, but I certainly know a little bit about this. And I know of individuals who have been human sex trafficking and have been, um, you know, back out of it and now they're getting themselves together. So one of the things that I notice is that the traffickers, you know, they might use um, uh, a host of methods to lure their victims into trafficking. Uh, some of them just do brute uh, violence. Some of them, you know, by manipulation, you know, calling and telling um, a young lady or a young boy to still to focus on the young lady, but a young lady that you're beautiful, you're smart, you're this and that, and they try to, you know, what they call gaslighting and making them feel a certain thing about themselves. Uh, but I also want to say that after seeing the Sound of Freedom, we focus a lot on the on the girls, but they are trafficking boys also, so boys and girls alike. Or they may have false promises of well-paying jobs. Uh, when I uh, I'm a walker, and when I'm walking through the community, I'll see these signs up that says "teen jobs," and I often wonder, you know, what are those things really all about? So they're uh, luring these young people in, high school kids, middle school kids, that hey, we have all of these particular jobs, and we can help you. Another way that they do is uh, false romantic relationships. You know, you meet someone, and you're thinking that's why I want to go back to monitoring what your kids and grandkids are doing on these social media sites and these uh, texting and all of these type of things. Going back to the story in Texas, the guy was 61 years old. The girl was only 13 years old and thank God she survived. But that is one of the ways in talking to my friends and law enforcement, talking to individuals like experts like Pamela Samuels Young and Others, they told me that's one of the gateway, one of the entrees, one of the entry ports, so to speak, where they get these kids. So be mindful of what's going on with the kids. Don't just throw them the tablet and throw them the phone and thinking everybody is okay. As a matter of fact, we did a, uh, we watched a video at my former church where Pamela and others were doing a human sex trafficking workshop for us. And it just blew us out of the water. There was a guy who basically had the parents in the car with him. Now, this is all made up, but he had the parents in the car. Uh, the part of material was not made up. He had the parents in the car, and he said, I bet you I can get your daughter to come out and, and to go out with me. So he, he, he started uh, grooming her. He started you know, developing a, re a relationship with her. He started talking with her, texting with her, calling her, and so forth. So on one given evening, it was like midnight or 11.30 at night, he told her to meet him at this park. But unbeknownst to her, the parents were in the back seat. So this guy lured this young lady out, and uh, they, she gets in the van, and the parents, they just, they just lost it. Now, it was real in that he was trying to make a point. He was on the good side. He was not a pimp. He was not a pervert. But he was just trying to let the parents know and all of the parents that were in that session with me, we were all like just shocked and stunned how easy these individuals are doing this. Uh, of course, traffickers, they look for people who are easy targets for a variety of reasons, such as, you know, psychological or even emotional 
vulnerability, someone who may be super sensitive, someone who may not, you know, be as savvy as to what's going on, someone who's facing economic hardships, you know, hey, I can buy you, uh, you know, di a dinner at Denny's, or I can buy some things for your hair, I can buy you a blouse, or I can buy you a basketball, things like that. Uh, individuals who don't have a social network, you know, not, not a social network, but a safety net, a social safety net net where they're just trying to figure out things on their own. Their family dynamics is not what it could or should be, so they don't have that. Uh, even, you know, someone who, uh, even during times of natural disasters, I've heard of stories, you know, like when crazy things happen and people just kind of show up, these perverts, and they start pulling these kids and individuals and women away from it. And I've learned that the trauma caused by traffickers, it can be so great that many may not identify themselves as a victim or ask for help even in you know in a, in a highly public settings because they're ashamed uh, by uh, what is going on so I just wanted to just take the time to tee it up to encourage us to raise the uh, awareness of what's happening all around this world um, again be aware of what's going on with your children be aware of who they're communicating with them and how they're you know, uh, getting caught up into all of these uh, things of spending time with individuals. And unfortunately, it happens to a lot of young girls, but these girls think that they are talking to someone who is their age, a 13 to 13-year-old, and then you find out they're 60-something years old, uh, perverts that are out there. And so I, I commend those who are on the front line, who are really trying to make a difference and really make sure that, uh, again, they're going in. I know individuals who go in and they rescue these girls. I know individual girls and boys. I know individuals who walk the streets and they'll give information to uh, the young ladies or young men, uh, basically letting them know about a thing called safe house where you can go and you can get a reprieve or you can get um, a little rest. The other thing that I want to say about this in the realm of human sex trafficking is to stop looking, labeling our uh, children, especially the girls, as prostitutes. These are young girls who are being exploited, who are being coerced, who are being forced to sell their bodies. And here's the sad thing about human sex trafficking. You can sell drugs one time, or a drug one time, but you can sell a human body multiple times. And so when I, when I see that as I drive down the street, and especially in Southern California, and I see these young girls that are out there, I have a whole different perspective about that, that that's somebody's daughter, granddaughter, somebody's sister. And so we have to keep that in mind that they are human beings just as we are. So as I get ready to land a plane on this introductory of the human sex trafficking, I want to give you a coachable moment. Again, these are things that you can, something you can do for yourself. I want to urge you, if you can, to go see the movie, The Sound of Freedom. The Sound of Freedom, again, which deals with human sex trafficking, but in a non-graphic way. I also want to encourage you that if you see something, i.e., you know, a child, a girl, or a boy, being pulled into a car or being kind of lured or whatever, uh, I think it's important to do something. You can call 911. And so uh, in the case of uh, Francella in Long Beach, uh, she and her male partner, they called 911 and they came out immediately. Or this is a number you should actually put in your phone. It's called the National 
Human Sex Trafficking Hotline. The National Human Sex Trafficking Hotline. It's a toll-free number. The number is 888-373-7888. Let me repeat that again. The number is toll-free 888-373-7888. Or you can text the word INFO. I-N, like Nancy, F. Frank O. Info to 233-733. Let me say that again. You can text the word info to the number 233-73. Again, thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. A special thanks to Nicole Robinson for producing and editing this podcast. Please share this podcast with others and do subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook pages at Deep In With Ed. The Deep In With Ed podcast is a Beyond the Mass conversation production. Remember, if we all join hands together, we can go twice as far. Thank you and God bless.